Hey everybody, Adam Ray and Brad Williams for the About Last Night podcast. Holy shit. Yeah, right? What just happened? I mean, Brad and I are, are uh, we just finished taping an amazing episode. Bob Saget, uh, you know, we both were just like, I can't, you we're know. huge fans. He, he's, he's part of the TGIF night, and not just that, but. Part of your life, part the TGIF of, yeah, night. Yeah, it's he's part of your life. Whether it be um, America's Funniest Home Videos, Full House, his stand-up now, his appearances on Entourage. I mean, Bob Saget is part of American pop culture, yeah. and we interviewed him. Oh, the reason, I mean, America's Funniest Home Videos is the reason, first of all, that, I mean, it probably gave the creators of YouTube a pretty good sure. uh, idea of, like, how to make some cash. Yeah, it's like, hey, we could show people getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> yeah. We can do that. Uh, Bob, in this episode, uh, not only reminds you how much you love Bob Saget as a human being, so but uh, it made you just get great insight into, uh, you know, his his uh, comedy brain and the, the, the some of the stories that he tells are um, we get into a lot of them. Then some of them he touches on that uh, that uh, you know sets up uh, how why you should buy his book Dirty Daddy that's out. I'm uh, gonna buy it. I'm 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 sold based on this. It episode. comes out April eighth. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, there are some stories he wouldn't even get into because he's like, you just got to get the book, and I will. <laughs> Just for that, uh, yeah. There, 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 there were Full House stories. There was stand-up stories. There was stories about his personal life. And uh, yes, if in case you've been listening and you know the backstory, we did talk about Stamos. <laughs> so we got to the bottom of that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but just a great episode. We will we'll just get through our plugs and then we'll get right through it. Uh, please follow me on Twitter at Funny Brad. Uh, you can go to my website, Brad, bradwilliamscomedy.com. Uh, this is a special date. It's coming out on Wednesday. So in two days, March 21st to the 23rd, oh. I will be at the Brea Improv with... Feature act Adam Ray. Oh. The about last night show will be there. So those uh, are maybe the the most fun shows of the year for hometown. Yeah. me because uh, performing with you is always the best. Yeah, because uh, your crowds are great and it's hometown fun. and that club is great and it's like yeah, you know to get to people who don't know the importance of having a buddy on the road uh, right to perform with A it's like you and I both enjoy each other's comedy so that's fun and mm-hmm. then B it's like you get to hang after yeah we get to hang and then and we get to do drunken videos in my condo afterward which <laughs> they go viral sound, yeah it sounds way more sexual than it actually is but uh, yeah so come see me there come see me at the comedy club on State Street in Madison Wisconsin March 27th the 29th and then Tampa Bay, Florida. I'm coming to you April 3rd through April 6th. I'll be at the Improv in Tampa Bay. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. All my tour dates, AdamRayTV.com. March 20th, I will be at Ohio State University with workaholics Adam Devine. March 21st at Cornell University, also with Adam. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday, I will be at the Bray Improv with Bradley Williams. All right. Uh, and then uh, next weekend, April 3rd through the 5th, I will be uh, doing Big Sky Comedy Club in Missoula, Montana, uh, and then uh, more tour dates, San Diego, Irvine, and of course, Las Vegas, the Tropicana. I'm headlining the Laugh Factory in Vegas. Viva Las Vegas! All right. <laughs> For the first time ever, Brad's headlined Vegas many times. Yeah. So he knows how special it's fun. it is. It's fun. It's going to be a good time. You're going to go there, and, and you're literally going to see your name in lights. And it's, and I can't. It's yeah. going to be sweet. On a Vegas marquee. Yeah. That's like, it, it's it's uh, it's a mind fuck the first time it happens. And it never really gets old. So congratulations, Thank buddy. You, buddy. 
And uh, you can go see that. And also, continue to support the podcast by uh, rating it on iTunes, uh, telling your friends about it, uh, tweeting us, tw- uh, tweeting about it. And uh, if, if you want to... Hashtag make- about last night. Yes. Please, as much as possible. We do read them, and we do retweet them very often. We retweet the favorites. We like the posts. We rewind the, the retweets and the likes and the... Yeah, we, and the we do it all. We sweet the retweet tweets absolutely uh but it, yeah it really uh obviously we've posted some pictures of some of the guests we have coming up and um you know we've got confirmations from some pretty uh notable people that are just continuing to make this podcast a blast we, it gets excited for us to be in the presence of these people and have a conversation but knowing that you guys get to uh enjoy it is is awesome and and this episode with bob saget is is the beginning of a nice run of some really yeah. incredible guests, and, uh, and you will enjoy them. He starts it off with a bang. Uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, you want to uh, be in any situation where you're going to have to uh, take a break from listening to this episode. Uh, notice these are ad free, yes. So uh, we don't make any money. So help us make money, <laughs> yeah, by going to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, clicking on the Amazon banner whenever you need to shop for anything, and then shop normally, and then Amazon will pay us a little bit. It costs you nothing but you get to support us and and hopefully the guys that allow you to have some funny in your life for free so please go do that and of course on our website about last night podcast.com that's where you can get all past and present episodes stream them on your phone right off the website darn right it's the uh, best. if you if you miss them we got episodes like chris delia paul feig lisa kudrow dane cook whitney cummings oh man they're all the there alex cast they're all the whole workaholics cast they're all they're all there check them out coming up adam Corolla, Craig yeah. Ferguson. We got and uh, Russell Peters. Russell Peters, Melissa McCarthy in July. I can't believe that's happening. Uh, I, I, my, my mind's still blown. <laughs> Those are going to be amazing, but for now. But for now, please sit back and enjoy this episode of the About Last Night podcast with the legendary Bob Saget. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... It's about last night. Who how did who pays for this? How did this start? Uh, we pay for this. Uh, at first, uh, John Lovitz was paying for this oh, about nice. a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he said that he didn't want podcasts at his club anymore. And we said, all right, we're going to take our ball and uh, go somewhere else. And now, uh, I mean, obviously, you can tell by this apartment, we're... Uh, Adam is very successful. Sure. Uh, it's really nice. Sure. One movie, that's all it takes. <laughs> no, just, it really, just to go to one movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's it. If, if, you, if you go to the Arclight now, they just, they just give you free, free bandwidth. Podcast. Well, they have, they, you don't have cup holders here. They do. <laughs> yeah. We've got the toasters that look like... Look, uh, the place smells nice. It's not you. bad. Thank you, Bob. I mean, it's your place. I don't have to run like a, a red light over the whole place. I don't think... <laughs> well, no. <laughs> not this particular table. He, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he doesn't get... We've, we've got we, a separate table we come on it. This yeah, is this yeah. is the only thing in the house that has not been violated. <laughs> yeah. That you're telling me. Yeah. Well, pre- pretty much because it has our podcast stuff on it, and we actually respect our po- our, our podcast equipment. Right. Well, <laughs> it's, it is. It's nice equipment, dude. But he looks new too. <laughs> you like steal it from the laugh factor? Uh, Walked down the street and took Jamie's old soundboard. <laughs> we don't like we don't like to discuss that. Jamie's very possessive about his podcast stuff. Right. I mean, uh, well, that's that's made in Israel. That, <laughs> that board. <laughs> 
Unlike uh, Jamie. Well, we can't talk about it. <laughs> right. Uh, I've actually been referencing you a lot in my act recently. And, and it's okay. It's nice, right? Yeah. Well, Nothing bad. Well, well, no, it's not bad. It, 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 it's the story of us at uh, the Kevin and Bean April Foolishness. Right. And when you a came out. years ago. Yeah. And when you came out to me and said, Brad, you have to come meet John Stamos. Yes. He's, he's afraid of little people. It's true. He, he, <laughs> How many times have you opened with that statement to anybody? I've said it a couple times because I have some uh, little people friends. Yeah, and I'm not many. But actually, three of them equal one normal friend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because we could all do that Muppets thing where we just like stack on top to- of each other. Pole. Yeah, yeah, pole. yeah, just wear like the giant trench coat. And we're good. It's hard when the guy in the middle has to take a shit. That's really really difficult. Because you got to like, take the guy off the top, it, and then the bottom guy, if you don't get him off in time, he's just it, it's terrible. It's like yeah. a human centipede. There's got to be situation. a name for that too. If the guy does end up shitting on the shoulders. <laughs> I think just called shitting on the shoulders. shoulders, yeah. Yeah, it's an old uh, it's yeah. an old uh, blues tune from the 1890s. Shit shoulders, yeah, small, shit shoulders, small hot mess. <laughs> there you go. And you want to be facing the same direction. That's sure. <laughs> well, that's key. Yeah, that's assumed though. So now, yeah, he was a, he was a, he was scared of. I don't think. I think he kind of made it up. Scared is too big of a word. He was un, he was uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Now I. But well, now I, you've seen him since, and and he liked, yeah. and you're, he's a fan of yours. He watches your stand up, and yeah, and and it, 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 it's kind of interesting to where because we all we all took a picture together, right? And you could see in the picture that he's kind of creening his neck, and he's and he's visibly uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, but now I I think we're good. He uh, insulted my breath on Twitter, so that's so so that's nice. Jesus, uh, what's well, going on wh- with your breath? Why? When when did he do that? Oh, because I got all the fans of of this podcast to say to tweet him and say why why are you afraid of little people? Oh, oh, oh and uh, yeah, we we have we have power in this business, Bob. Sure. We might even be able to get to get you a gig. Are you you know? I I play small houses. <laughs> I hate I hate jokes like that too. I hate them, but 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 you do them just like I do my self loathing stuff. That's not self loathing, but I'm going. Hi, I'm a Jewish tall guy. Hi, I'm right. Like, it just people it, tell me I look like you know yada yada. Yeah, Bill, it's Bill a, Nye the Science Guy. Do you still use it's the uh, Gumby Mister Potato Head? No, that's <laughs> I buried that thirty years ago. <laughs> that was in the was that, was that in the Rodney on special? the Rodney special. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. was that by the way? That was like. How in, how new in a stand up were you when I've been doing stand up a while? I think I was like twenty four or five or I don't know when I did that. So I've been doing stand up for about eight years already. Yeah, and uh, doing that same joke it wasn't yeah. even a joke. It was just es- <laughs> esoteric riffing. <laughs> a fact. Yeah. yeah. What is it about? Yeah, nothing. It was nothing. It was my mother's gummy, my father's pokey, and I yeah. had to potato. It crushed though. <laughs> it was nothing. Murdered. But basically, they realized that these were my self deprecating issues. Right. So right. yours mm-hmm. would be whatever. Are you a stand up as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me for not knowing that. That's fine. Yeah. No, this is our first. Uh, you know, I was actually telling Brett earlier our first interaction. And, you know, you meet so many people. And obviously, uh, um, I mean, we've been around at the comedy store and stuff like that. But I hosted a comedy juice show once. It was the first time I met you. And I was bringing up you and Jeff Ross, I think, together. I was going to bring you up. I and then you were going to bring piano for him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were going to bring Jeff up. Jeff up, And I said, uh, hey, Bob, I'm Adam. Uh, uh, Adam Ray. And you go, Adam Ray. And you go, what rhymes with gay? You go, you gay? And I go, no, man, I'm straight. You go, you ever sucked a dick? And I go, no, man. I not said this to you. <laughs> Dude, it, it was. Uh, I mean, drinks were being had. I think it was a very jovial evening. And uh, I don't think I was. Well, I could have been. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. But I came in with Jeff, which means we probably were at dinner. Which means I probably yes. had had a yeah. yeah, yeah. But you guys were um, hysteric. I mean, you went up there. 
together and you play what piano. Was, what was the answer? You 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 said uh, you did not. Ever I said I did not. Yeah, and then, yeah, I was very uh, firm on that stance. And then uh, right. and then you uh, and then I said, "What's going to happen?" I go, "When you said uh, I'm going to come up," and you went into a aristocrat style uh, explanation of what was going to happen before. I was going to uh, bring you up, and then you went into. There's going to be, you know, how you do in the film. Like you're like, I'm going to shit, then Jeff's going to come up, then he's going to no, do. No, I didn't. Yeah, that. a little bit. Yeah, really. It was wow. hilarious. You, wow. you. Does gave, that not seem like you gave Adam you a, a moment? This is why I don't even go to the market anymore. <laughs> people come up to me and go, you know, you were at the register, and this is what you said to me. People oh, always yeah. come up and say, "Do you know what you said to me?" Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, no. Now, do, do you do you feel I'm the sorry. pressure? Oh no, it was it was do, a great do, moment. Do you feel the pressure because because uh, you're a huge star? And when pe- and, well, and it's when, all relevant, I and mean, when people is. meet you though, they want to have their Bob Saget moment. True. And so, like, do you feel a need to say that you should come on their face or shit in their I don't, mouth? I don't, or? Talk, I don't usually talk like that. I actually do not. <laughs> you say that for the stage. No, I also don't do that. Yeah. I rare. I my jokes are dirty, but they're much bluer as perceived by everybody. Of course, response. Yep. Which mm-hmm. is really weird. But it's it's. It's, I'm, then I'll do a set, and then I'll go, God, I was really dirty that show, which is, <laughs> lives up to what you're saying completely. Right. But I don't say, like, I don't say Yeah, you're not filthy for the sake of mouth. being filthy. Yeah. I'd rather mm-hmm. say poop in your mouth. Ah, right? there and you go. What, and I don't even talk like that. I mean, offstage, if, I, if I'm just, if I just met you, yeah, I'll sure. probably say someone like, eat your poop like a candy bar or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But if I've never Classic met greeting. you, right. I mean, no, we're comics backstage yeah, about to right. go on. It'll yeah. just be like, hey, let's just break all walls and just talk. Of course. You hear but then I wouldn't do that on stage because that's disgusting. People don't laugh at it. I know right. it for a fact. Yeah. Women do not laugh at it. You can't eat, eat. You don't. No one wants to hear about it. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if they've got some crappy club food sitting in front of them and they're picturing eating the candy. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, not good when they got the spinach and artichoke dip and then you start talking about bodily fluids. Well, if, if, if there's a spinach and artichoke choke dip in your bodily fluid your <laughs> bodily fluid is now this is what I'm talking about your bodily fluid is very thick and it's green and it's and it's not just I mean it means it's got something you've got an infection because yeah. it's, it's if it's if it's got a, a creaminess to it then then you, you, you really could you gotta see a doctor you could be Odds are, if spinach and a creamy dip are coming out in your urine, you're going to die. You're going to die soon. Yeah, if so you're you peeing creamy on. dip, something's not going I, right. I, I think that we can tell people that it's a public service. <laughs> Most of what I do now is just public service. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you, and you offer that to many people through uh, health advice, humor, yes. ba- and I go to various clinics. forms? I go to clinics. I do a lot okay. of... I do... I go where people need bed rest. I go where I've been actually in a lot of hospitals lately, which I'm, it's not something I'm proud of. I just go to do it because I had to. I've had some sick people I had to deal with. And mm-hmm. uh, I also want to get teed up in a hospital when I get sick in about 40, 50 years. So, so you want to like get that ready. I want to get find out who the hot nurses are. Sure. There you go. See who's giving s- you the hookup for Jello. Yeah, for past Jello time. I don't even want to eat it. I just want to <laughs> just rub it on me. I just want to have a. Well, yeah, you have you have the hot nurses rub the Jello on you, and I'm pretty sure that's a fetish tape for somebody out there. Well, you know why? Because there's always room for it. <laughs> now that's the kind of joke that would get no well response. Done. Well yeah, done. But that's not even a response. Well, might as well just no, end the podcast. No, you guys gave a big response. Yes, but I mean that required no response. I'm sorry, I'm off. I wasn't. I wasn't really. I didn't hear your applause. <laughs> I didn't know I was getting a positive reaction. Was there a time when your material did, though, shift to... Because um, I remember the first time I saw you do stand-up at the Laugh Factory, and I uh, hadn't seen you know any uh, clip or anything yet, so I didn't know what to expect. And then, Well, this is a long time ago, probably. Yeah, maybe I mean, I, like five, six years ago. Oh, I'd, yeah, I've been doing it. Yeah. 
for a while. Yeah. Oh, but you just had. But I, you know, you're so young because I started doing stamps seven years ago. <clears throat> How old so, are you? Thirty one. Oh my god! If I was thirty one right now, what would you be, be doing? Banging your girlfriend. <laughs> She would be. Well, I don't if know I, if you have one. I don't uh, have he, here. He, might, like, he might look like I have one. He might still like, be banging her. I, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put it past a, Bob Saget. No, I don't know. No, I would never. I never would. I'm a monogamous guy. I would never okay. cheat on anybody's person. I've made mistakes <laughs> in my life, but mm-hmm. not anymore. Yeah. It All looks right. to me like your mom still lives here. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I've seen she has helped decorate. I, maybe he's banging I, your mom. Who I, knows about that, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> I live. I live single. I live near here in yeah. Hollywood. Once, yeah. If you got a tufted chair, and you're single, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you can't do anything in that chair. That's not your special whack chair. That's like <laughs> how do you know? That's like you're near the dining room table. That's my grandpa's over. chair, and I didn't know what to do with it. My mom was like, are "Do you, you want to take it? Are you when, Jewish? Yeah. So you've had deli on this table, right? <laughs> <For> <laughs> That's sure. where the oldest person sits <laughs> with a plastic plate." Of deli, and they just that's sit a requirement. There. They that's just sit a, there. That's a chair that nothing sexual will ever happen in it. It's, I hope that not. chair is a cock blocker for me. <laughs> that chair keeps any sexuality from entering my brain. This is, I feel like I'm at a shiva in here. Well, you know, I mean, we wanted you to be able to concentrate and not just have a raging boner looking at two good-looking guys. So that's we, true. And I, I've actually never. The only time I'm. It's not a raging bone, but I, I would say, you know, when you look at a certain guy in a movie, and sure. I'm not going to say just anybody, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking like um, Walter Matthau used to do it for me, you know, and, uh, and pre or post Dennis the Menace. Abe mm-hmm. Vigoda. Abe Vigoda. Vigoda. Well, that's a classic. Well, he was fish. I don't know, fish turns me on. <laughs> if you say it, if I smell it. That, that that damn uh, that damn uh, Snickers commercial where where he's playing where he's playing football that's just like a porn to you then with with Abe Vigoda yeah I don't even know this oh he gets uh, he's in a uh, Snickers commercial where he's playing football and he gets leveled like he, he gets tackled hard oh I now I'm remembering yeah and then he like eats a Snickers and then he's 25 or something oh that's good yeah he's yeah. a sweet guy I, I worked with him once he was so nice and he he's he, when you he doesn't move when you're near him he just you think he's dead but he's not oh, okay. Well, I, it's I, like a wax figure, huh? It's hilarious. It, it was a roast of Matt Lauer in New York, and I flew there to do it and uh, roasted Matt Lauer, and, and it's in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And we, I kept saying, cut to Abe Vigoda, and he, did, <laughs> he didn't move, and they showed him. And I said, that is just a still. It is wow. a still picture, and he died like years ago. And he's just sitting there. Literally, his mouth was open. Birds should have flown Oh, out. God. How were you going to say, Brad? I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. You went off on a, a hilarious tangent that no, was... No, don't, don't you dare compliment me. <laughs> Does Matt Lauer have a good sense of humor about himself? He's great. Yeah. I think he's great. I checked his prostate because was, was, uh, we were going through a midlife crisis thing. and Yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, Very gentle. Uh, who, was that, who was that roast for? Was it for, like, for was Howard? for Matt Lauer. It was at the Hilton in New York, New York, New York Hilton. Okay, so, so was it just like a Friars Club thing? Like it, it wasn't it was, like... Uh, it was not televised. It was mm-hmm. like the one that uh, they did for Jack Black that I hosted. Okay. That I, that I uh, was the t- roast master or whatever you call it. I'm always curious when people that like aren't in, like, uh, I mean, Matt Lauer's a TV personality and like known for having a sense of humor, more or less, but not specifically in comedy. So I'm always curious those people if they are able to not take themselves. So, like, Barbara Walters, I'm curious if she could handle she a roast. She can definitely take a punch. And I know that because <laughs> I was on The View. And I um, I punched her and and um, well I mean she I mean she asked for it I guess well she's in show business so <laughs> yeah you know, it's, and it's very hard to be a woman in this business so <laughs> she uh, she recently revealed on air uh, that she still uses a vibrator holy shit that's amazing for for cooking yes uh, as a whisk say, she didn't say specifically she right makes pancakes yeah exactly I mean right. just stir the batter all yeah. you gotta do is beat it. <laughs> 
You know, uh, those are the kind of jokes that is the reason why no one wants to host that video show anymore. <laughs> Everybody's quitting. They're running away. Was your, you must have felt, I mean, having the quick uh, jokes like that, because that was a, uh, what your act consisted of, yeah? It's when puns. Got, yeah, it's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of double entendre and pun. It's really just kind of Groucho was, was the influence. And it was just then it was my own acerbic stupidity and everything has a root from something else as you know i mean yeah. something's mm-hmm. rooted in someone else's comedy and you don't mean to do it sometimes right not, not just the joke but the style so did you did you uh have a hand in writing the america's funny videos jokes I, I did i did i wrote it with mm-hmm. two canadian guys uh todd thick's brother alan thick who still produces and writes it today and robert arnott who used to write the smothers brothers show and oh, shit. No a kid. lot of television a lot of variety television and i um I was smart enough to know that I was on at seven o'clock at night on a Sunday night. So uh, yeah. right. there ain't too many uh, understanding your time slots. Dick key. jokes. Yeah, you can't really they were do that too much. Groaners, a lot of groaner type jokes, but um, that's what a clip show is. I was hosting a blooper show. How sure. far could you push the envelope with something that was? We we did actually, yeah. but nobody cares. But now if they watch them, like I'll look at Twitter now, and someone will go, "I can't believe Bob Saget did this," and mm-hmm. it'll be. I had a a boy. I said, I want a, a, a kid to be dressed as a centaur, and I want him to be 14, and I want him to be shirtless, and I want half his body to be a horse. And, and, uh, and I want to all the reason we're going to do this whole thing is so that we can finally get to the point of, okay, well, we're, when we come back, first I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the centaur boy over to the other side of the stage. And he says, okay, Bob, ride me over, Bob. And so we did all of it. We did like three what minutes. The and this, the yeah. whole, it was an hour devoted to animals and how funny okay. they were. So I wanted a centaur boy, a shirtless young boy. As you do. As I have. <laughs> sure. That's, and, every, uh, that's every Hanukkah wish list. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like a Spartacus blooper reel. <laughs> And uh, people just recently just sent me that and go, I can't believe you did this. This is a why. Mm-hmm. why? And that was why. And I would say things like, Things like, you know, and Tosh is like pretty much the best at it, I guess. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and I, but I did stuff like that, but nobody heard it. I would say these clips are going to spew into your face faster than you can get an oven mitt to wipe them off. You know, <laughs> just like, but that was the roasting. But I had that, you know, if the sound was off, I looked like I was your dentist. So <laughs> right. there's some nice young that, and you, and, and you had And you had that delivery of everyone's dad and like and, yeah, and i was only 30 when i got the gig so oh, i was okay. everybody's uh now young weird creepy dad <laughs> that's so funny because the look really did i mean the fact that you said spewing in like just the way right your there. demeanor it was on was right there mm-hmm. right, but, but they're mostly groaners and a lot of stupid jokes and i and i own them i mean i, I the two guys wrote the show i wrote the show we wrote um about 55 pages a week. Holy shit. And we had wow. to write, I also did all the voices. So yeah. I would, uh oh, look out. You know, like right. Mel Blank. Oh, no. You that know, had to be pretty fun, though. Yeah. I mean, it was like, fun to do it. We'd yeah. act, and at that time, we had a VHS, and I would hook it into my computer, and it was a program that allowed you to run your VHS in one square on your screen and then have Microsoft Word underneath it. So we didn't even have like Final Cut or anything. Yeah. Or yeah. Wow. Program, and we would be watching horses, you know, getting. Horses getting kicked in the nuts, and I'd be, oh no! And I'm writing, no, it needs three more H's, and I'd be all proprietarial about the keyboard. It was all Jesus. no kidding. I mean, Control. so much more work. And, and this is like, and, and this is not on some cable access. This is ABC, right? It was like, yeah, and it was the prime kind time. Of, it was beginning of YouTube. I mean, it was yeah, kind of, it was before that. It was just, it was really cool. But then. I'm aware how how the jokes were uh, quite painful for a lot of people, and I, I used to apologize for it. Now I just, uh, you know, Tom Bergeron had the greatest line. He calls the show the annuity. That's what he called it. You know, oh, how do you those jokes? And it's like, yeah, but he he didn't try to be a comedian on there. He tried to be a no, which is oh, good for a traffic cop. Yeah, and he's a very very good guy. But you know what though? You own the you, like you. 
own those jokes so much, and you and you had that look on your face of, I know. Yeah, like, that, that was always it, and it yeah. always, and it was helped me too. It was a lot of that. <laughs> I'm friends with Craig Ferguson. I love Craig. And I Craig, just did a show uh, Thursday. Stand up. And, and, and I, I want to see that. Yeah. Can, can you run it? We right have it right now. <laughs> they, they pushed me to next week because Kristen Bell's interview went long. Is that true? Yeah. So you just did his show, but I just you did got bumped. Up. Yeah, yeah. And a book I just wrote, I wrote about how I got bumped from The Tonight Show with Carson by Jimmy Stewart bringing an extra guest on the show. Is that, oh, is that in it's a, Dirty it's in the, Daddy? It's in, yeah, we should promote me at some yes. point. Yeah. yeah but when it, first, I want to know when you're on Craig Ferguson. What's the new date? Uh, I haven't gotten it yet. They said sometime this week, so hopefully I'll find out tomorrow. Now, well, how's it listed? How, how do you, what you... Well, it was listed on the um, uh, TV as, you know, Kristen Bell, this, kid, this guy Michael McMillan or something, and then comedian Adam Ray. And okay. then, uh, I did the couch when the heat came out, but this was the first time doing stand-up. And so it listed me... Comedy by Adam Ray, and then, um, but then it didn't uh, happens to everybody. Yeah, right. It has to happen. Yeah. Also, yeah. Kristen Bell was promoting. She's a quite a bit bigger of a draw in the Veronica sure. Mars thing. So I understood that. Obviously, you get a couple more minutes with her. That's could be a, a ratings changer, it just, right? It, it, I don't think that's even the thought. I think it's going well, and they just keep it going. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but and comics are at the the low of the food chain, of course, right? But and, mi- and, but mimes. At least there's no mimes on there. <laughs> Thank God. I, Not anymore. I, I guess they just figure, well, the comic we can throw in at any time. There, there, there's for, pe- for people that don't do stand-up, they just think that, well, just throw the comic into whatever situation. They'll be funny. And they don't necessarily realize. Or, or they realize also get it. scared they might, that the show itself is concerned, well, where is, this, where is he or she at their... And it's mostly new guy comics that you see. You don't see mm-hmm. a lot of new girl comics on on these shows when they right. give the, someone a, when they give someone a spot right and i get excited though when i see a comedian on and i did like you know 13 Merv griffin shows and okay, 13 no. wow. tonight shows but i never did stand up on the tonight show i only did panel so okay it was uh so when you did so when you were going to do it with carson you weren't doing stand up i were never doing... did, never did stand up on there i just sat okay so you were coming to on my to advantage yeah no not really i was come on to be uh, at that time they would have you on if you were a funny person like a funny young guy like the, the okay. older version of me was charles groden would just go on there he would be in a movie or not you know before his movie career actually took off he was just on the tonight show as this really funny guy as a, wow. a guy that was just smart and then he was in some movies he had, mm-hmm. a, he had a big film career for a while too and then you did stand up very funny you man. did stand up on the merv griffin show i did i did 13 appearances two of them were on top of merv all right <laughs> He was actually really incredibly good to comics, like really, really good. To yeah, I, I think I, I think like everyone, everyone obviously talks about uh, the uh, Tonight Show with Carson as they should, but yeah. I, I think the Merv Griffin Show gets overlooked a lot in terms of how many comics that it put on and huge uh, amount of comics. I mm-hmm. got to try stuff out, and he was always trying to build people up, and and he was. He was just really nice, and he gave them all panel. He, everybody was most of the time. I think I'm not sure that's a blanket statement, but I and but I would be able to come over to the couch yeah. afterward and talk to him for a little bit. And, and did you? Uh, was the Merv Griffin? Did that sort of lead into America's Funniest Home Videos, or were you? Did you have that gig before? Did, no, was man. there? How do you audition for that? Can't you just read the book? Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. the, the book I, which is called that, Oh, way. I didn't Dirt, mean to do that. Which is you. called Dirty Daddy. Oh, Brad, I didn't mean to do that to you. I put the fear of God <laughs> in you. Yeah, oh no, no, it's fine. No, you went into promo hell. I hate that. <laughs> no, I meant, I'll, I'll answer the question first. Okay, and then I'll make you do the book. I'll, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm gonna, we're going to sit in that because I will read the book. Taupe leather chair. This never been had anything but roast beef and <laughs> kasha varnicas on it it's okay i i will sit on your lap and we'll make it old, there's been a lot of old jewish sweat on that chair <laughs> but not the good sweat 
this the bad old bad ball. Yeah. The ba- bad rubber, super bad ball. It's definitely rubber, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, the answer to your question is, um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> no, uh, Auditioning for America's Funniest Home Video. Well, I didn't, yeah. I didn't audition. I was on Full House. Mm-hmm. The show had, uh, and I didn't audition. I did do a screen test for Full House, but I was on a show on CBS called The Morning Program. Yeah. And I auditioned for that. I was on a tape that William Morris had sent out, and they picked me to be the third co-host, like a sidekick of morning TV. Okay. And it was on basically CBS Morning News, and they changed it for a little bit. So it wasn't like Wake Up San Francisco in Full House. It was like, no, it was like an actual news show. It was like right. you being on a show right now, right. and you would be like on Good Morning America every day with comedy segments. Gotcha. So that's what okay. I did. Okay. I, and I, I was twenty. I was 30 years old, 29 years old. It seems like a fun gig. It was a great gig till they fired me and <laughs> had me saying it's 15 minutes after the hour off camera on the steps. Oh, God. Oh, they, everybody, it happens and, to everybody. And yeah. you're fired and you still and, and you well, still they, say that stuff? they knew I had to leave, but they, yeah. they were being nice enough to keep me somewhat there. Okay. And then I would introduce a comedy segment, so I would discover comedians as the oh, guy okay. was undiscovered yet himself. <laughs> so we were like, you were like, like Rod Roddy for The Price is Right. They'd hear your voice and cut to you like twice every commercial break? Well, that didn't last more than a couple weeks because okay. I, I went in to quit at the same time that they were going to fire me, and I was with my manager uh, who flew in, and I had already had Full House teed up as to be uh, he, my manager made it work, and uh, Jeff Franklin <laughs> was the producer anyway, so I did a screen test for Full House. Got that job, and then uh, the morning, uh, whatchamacallit, the video show was just a, an offer. Mm-hmm. It was just an offer to host a pilot, because Full House was on TV already. So yeah. they and just F- said, here's, a, here's a, an amicable guy that yeah. would never say anything wrong. He's friendly, he's a dad. <laughs> we know he's dirty, but he never has been on Full House, so <laughs> and he's accessible. He looks like a nice young man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Had full, did you any idea, as you're doing Full House from a couple episodes in, the, I mean, obviously you can probably tell the chemistry that you all have at that point, but there's any... Indication of like, oh, this is could be a, like the new, the next like family show that people. No, we no, we no, and in fact, it did really poorly for the first four years. Four years now, with okay. in today's ratings, you know, twenty five shares, like everybody's watching it, right? Because yeah, there's that, that's still before three hundred ninety five channels. Right, so right. yeah, so it was. Uh, it took about four years till people liked it, and it was I, on against Seinfeld, and it was crushing Seinfeld. Nobody knew what Seinfeld was the first couple yeah. of years, and then that found itself, and then they moved us to Fridays, and then we found ourselves uh, on Friday nights in this TGIF crazy thing. And then right. the video show was supposed to be a pilot, and then it turned into a. How, do you think the successful house kind of gave uh, America's from some videos a little bit of a boost? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Knows? Well, no, the video show beat 60 Minutes, so that thing, oh, whoever shit. whoever would have hosted that show. Uh, that thing would have been a juggernaut. That's just the power of people getting hit in the groin. It was, and no one had ever seen it before. There was candid camera, but nobody right. had ever seen tapes that were sent in mainly by the public. There was an ad in People Magazine: "Send us your tapes." People get hit in the groin. Is there yeah. any great like host stories? Like you know, you hear like you know Harrison Ford, you know, just beat out this guy for Indiana Jones. Did you just beat out Tony Danza or something like that? Was he like, no, there was another no, shot of a no, guy. They getting... just offered me the show. <laughs> oh, wow. The reason I got the show was I had gone on the Tonight Show. And narrated my wedding video, and oh, showed shit. my wedding video to John, Johnny, and wow. narr- narrated it. Yeah, and my nephew was like seven in the wedding, and they show him, and I said, "I could." I, this is more part of the narration. I said, uh, "And uh, we didn't see him the rest of the wedding. He was in the bathroom the whole time with the drummer." 
So I was still doing <laughs> pedophilic stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that's anyway, an that's joke. All, that's great. all the past. Let's not talk all about right, it anymore. Right, it gives enough. me the heebie-jeebies, and I had to write a damn book about it. It took me a year and a half to go through my entire... Uh, then I said, I don't want it to be memoirs. I just want to write a book. And they went, well, mm-hmm. what's it going to be about then? I went, I don't know. It's not a novel. Maybe right. my observations. So it's a lot about my testicles. <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, if, you, if you've ever wanted to know about Bob Saget's testicles, you could pick up the book... Dirty Daddy. Uh, Chronicles of a Family Man Turned Filthy Comedian. You can get bobsaget.com, Amazon, right? All that. It, it goes out to, it's going to be on, uh, yeah, you can buy it every, in every bookstore. I'm doing like. Um, you can do a book tour. I'm doing a book tour. I'm That's doing awesome. New York, Washington, Chicago, LA, um, and I'm doing a bunch of talk shows and all that stuff you do. Like That's I'm, awesome. Like a hoe. Just so, but I want, I'm proud of it. It's Those book tour things, year. though, are, I feel like, kind of essential when you're, uh, and can be really profitable as far as the uh, success and exposure of the book. That's what I wanted to do well. I spent a year and a half on it. It was really mm-hmm. hard to write it, and it has a lot of death in it. The book is really about death and comedy because I lost two sisters and four uncles and. Uh, a lot of people in my life just died. And so a lot of the comedians that you know and you know died are, are mm-hmm. written up in it. And, and cause, sure. So um, it's kind of sad, but but Gallo's humor is throughout the whole book. So Yeah, and, and, and it kind of forced you to do that. I mean, it's kind of one of the reasons why we all do comedy is a lot of times it's to deal with stuff. And uh, so, so did you feel that writing this book and uh, putting your humorous observations in with, with these tragic stories, did that help with the grieving process at all it 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 did and it and it also brought it back a lot so it, yeah. it, everybody that's written a book told me and I, it's the only one i've ever written they uh, they said you know it's gonna like therapy it's gonna take you right through the dugout sure and uh, or the trenches not the dugout <laughs> the dugout would be fine I mean, <laughs> yeah some seeds yeah some seeds there some tobacco you could scratch your balls why yeah, not get, nobody cares <laughs> you need a getting a hot dog <laughs> Uh, can laugh at the guy who just just struck out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is you know this is different. This is like you know you got a call every year that somebody died. So we're eating a lot of funerals, looking at chairs like that one in your house. <laughs> that weird old Uncle Nate. The more you give attention to it, I feel like it's going to have to be your parting gift when you leave this podcast. Have you had a shiva in this apartment before? Possibly. You, That's I a personal question, have. Bob. Yeah. One bris, just I, one bris. That's Six circumcisions. The stats on this apartment are incredible. It is. Amazing! I actually talk about this in the book. Two Shabbats. <laughs> it would have not been enough for us. There's a, it, Dianu, a, you don't get any Jews listening to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe six. My rabbi and his ex-wife. Oh my God! Yeah, we go on the iTunes. It's a podcast about last night. These Jesus. guys are talking. So racist. You can't. You can't play this thing on Friday nights. <laughs> uh, you grew up in a, a very Jewish family, right? In Philly? No, no, no. I, I, my parents were Jewish, right. but then I was bar mitzvah and stuff. But they, they, they might have looked. Like people, you would uh, you know uh, shovel away and, and, <laughs> and you know get rid of them. But they they they, 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 they weren't really like people you, you would shovel away. Have you been? Have you been to any big? Oh, some of the I've been to a handful of like bar mitzvahs of friends of friends of rich Hollywood kids out here, and yeah. they're some of the craziest parties I've ever seen in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, that's like you know that's like the Sex in the City bar mitzvah. Right, like the best, best blowjob is at the bar mitzvah. Right, but that's uh, I stopped doing that. <laughs> That was my that was my, that was my move. <laughs> but the, the 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 thing that I'm um, I'm proud of is that I'm that I'm aware of all the stuff that all of us go through mm-hmm. in doing comedy. If I I swear if there hadn't have been all this 
fucked up stuff that happened to me if my mom and dad had been like normal people if my mom hadn't said don't say that don't talk like that sure, you right. know if my dad hadn't just done a bunch of dick jokes all the time <laughs> and then my mom would go stop doing that was he know? the funny guy mm-hmm. yeah really 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 funny so the the two of them uh just created a bipolar person in me anyway and then i i took my balls and ran with them <laughs> literally right and did your dad uh, uh, uh he never touched me <laughs> And I well, well, that was I, the next question. I paid him, and he wouldn't. <laughs> I'd give him two hundred bucks a week and said, "Please touch me." And then I would give him, I give him a grand and ask him to put two fingers in my butt. And uh, now, see, that's the kind of stuff you're that's a lot right. Of money. That's 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 dirty. Yeah, but it's not. But it's also factual. But it's not in your ass, and it's not true. It didn't happen. That's right. Why it's funny. It's right. funny because yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, but it's not. It's not gynecological. There's people that talk about the inside of the uterus. That's yes. where it's not. Sure. Fu- it's not funny. No, it's right. It's more, yeah. It's more like cl- it's more cl- clinical. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it grosses me out. And I've made that mistake of of uh, not doing it. I mean, because and and you see that a lot with comics, like right when they start, because whoever they're if their hero comics are dirty, they think they can just go on stage, say shit, fuck, cunt, whatever the hell, and then it, it's just automatically go, going to get a laugh. Right. Like. I, I think to be to be a a smart dirty comic is extremely difficult and there and there are those fine lines that you have to walk to make sure that it's still funny and not just I'm saying shit so it's so it's a shock factor. In 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 a, uh, a less blatant way it's the same as somebody that goes I'm not going to talk dirty and then you watch right. and there are brilliant people that do it. You yeah, know, like uh, Regan Gaffigan Seinfeld those guys. So like most great comedians yeah and the, and then there's a lot of people that are just aren't funny so you don't <laughs> they, you don't need the uh the cursing and you don't mm-hmm. need the cleanliness it'd be funny to i guess to see somebody who's not funny at all and tries to be clean and then arbitrarily try to be dirty <laughs> not gonna they just switch any. up the act like all right well, right. The clean, well, well the clean stuff's not working right it's just like just some bad cracker going i fucked her up <laughs> you know it's like wow this is a great tour you're on nine, you- nine people on a tank top <laughs> Do you have a different approach? Like you're doing the Nokia on Friday, which yes. is fucking incredible. Club Nokia, Club Nokia, a cool place downtown. Nine yeah. o'clock. That's this Friday, so yeah. this is on. This is going to be that. on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're gonna. Have, this is going to be two oh, hard this is days. Great. Of, yeah. So Friday, March 21st, you're at club. You're at Club Nokia, and Mike Young, who's my buddy, who is, just was uh, here two weeks ago, was incredible. He's a great guy. He's the best. <laughs> he's a great, great guy, and he's he, you know he directed this movie. My man is a loser. And- <laughs> Which I can only imagine is going to be. I mean, he's got three of my favorite people uh, who I think together. I can only. You've seen it, yeah? No, I have not. I've seen the trailer for it and I've seen mm-hmm. other pieces of it, but it's Michael Rappaport, Brian Callen, and John Stamos. So yeah. uh, they're, if they're your three favorite people, that explains that jack off chair. <laughs> that explains. Well, I'm your, saying, Brian, a, I, let me explain to you the a movie that. Wait a second. It's tufted like something that would be in Tower of Terror in the lobby. <laughs> That doesn't move. That's bolted to the floor, and yet, yet it's cream colored like a mustard that didn't like a ba- mustard that went bad. It's not like Poupon mustard. It's like that French mustard that nobody ever eats. It never has an expiration date. It just looks like no one will buy it. If you had a, sure. if you put that out on the lawn, no <laughs> nobody one, would take it. Nobody would. Somebody would cut it. They would just like they'd shred it to see carve it their initials into it and something. Sure. Might be a good place to store meth and stuff. <laughs> I would go. think of it as a, a drug chair. Oh, that's what. This yeah. Yeah. You got all these gay candles going on a trophy and some <laughs> don't worry. bottles of wine. Don't worry. Aww. You're, you're going to leave with a hell of a parting gift. Oh, man. I, I don't yeah. want that trophy. You What's that, that for? That's from our uh, comedian basketball league. 
Oh, so you won it for being yeah. a good basketball player? Sure, yeah. yeah. A bunch of comics. Uh, we had these weekend games going, and then finally we were like, we should start a league and take this seriously so we could act like we have something other than comedy. Oh, so this yeah. is, that's nice. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, tons of Jews have basketball trophies, right? There are some. <laughs> there are Jews love basketball. They yeah. really do. Yeah. But that's a nice thing to say. <laughs> Such a nice thing to say. But they do. They, they wish do. they could all frustrated basketball players. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, you have, uh, I mean, Adam is a huge fan. Woody Allen sits at the front row of the Knicks games. I mean, you, you wouldn't. Yeah, all, all the time. And you think, like, Woody Allen, you wouldn't necessarily think huge sports fan. But he is. That's well, great. the other thing about basketball, like, it's one of and I'm not very sports related. Like it was very hard just getting across the street, <laughs> putting the parking permit on my car. Yeah, you seemed like that was a bit of a struggle. It was exhausting. <laughs> and there's a hooker in front of me. You saw her, right? Well, right. Certifiable. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's out there for a couple. And weeks. the whole car smelled like Febreze. <laughs> there's a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, because you got to get down that other smell. That yeah, smell good. Dwarf is, cum. Oh, oh Jesus! Which smells like Febreze. Ironically, does it really? Yeah. Well, See, no. I told Brad he needs to write oh, a coffee don't, table don't, don't, book about the about the, these types of like fictional stereotypes. <laughs> but then people are saying you're a certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. But but not every kind of person smells the same if they're part of a certain <laughs> genetic group. Are do they? Uh, God, I hope not. I mean, people always say about certain types of people. Oh, that's that girl's tangy. There's a tanginess to that girl. <laughs> I have never heard that girl's tangy, yeah, but yeah. now usually, now I'm going to use that yeah. all the time. It's usually in old age. How was she? Tangy. <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually after bingo. Yeah, before they put roots to bed. Assisted living. <laughs> was it? Was there a? You were just kicking it with Mike on the entourage set. It was when I was. Yeah, we went about, and visited that uh, thing. Those are all uh, friends. Have done that show a bunch. Yeah, that's I'm happy they're making the movie. It's nice. Yeah, yeah it's. I mean, it's going to be uh, that. I think people. What do you think of it is about that uh, show that people outside of Hollywood love so much? I well, mean, it's really you know it's it, it's funny because the show's about guys that are chasing the dream and the dream is really meaningless. You yeah. know, it, mm-hmm. it's shallow. It's nothing. But that's not what happened. It became an oh, an idolization of it. You know, yeah. it became something that they that the guys in Jersey they go, "Yo, man, you're doing it." You know, <laughs> and they really and that's kind of it. the the show's characters. They're so likable, all the guys. If you like the show, yep. as, as mm-hmm. I do, I'm Love kind it. of a bitch for it. Yep, that they. You want them to be living the dream, and Vincent Chase is just walking around. Adrian doesn't know what the hell's going on, yeah. and he just walks into everything and falls into everything and believes he's going to be the biggest star of all time. Yeah, and that's the the craziness that there are people like that here, and there's a lot of people in show business that are that are like that, and it works for them. It it, it you know they to have that kind of naive confidence. They know they're stepping into it. They yeah. know they know it, and it's not even and their ego and their id are gigantic, and they they got the looks, and they don't have that chair. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Now, when you when you walk when you get that call to be on Entourage and you're playing yourself, yeah. uh, but it, I mean it's like a hyped up version of yourself, right? It's a little disturbing just because you have mm-hmm. family members. Sure. Is there, is there even a moment where you hesitate to go? Oh, that's gonna paint me in this light, and or do you just trust it? Oh, I people actually know made that's... it. I made it more in the book, uh, Dirty Daddy. Yeah, I, t- I talk about it. Uh, I talk about. Um, how Doug Allen, who wanted me to be in the thing and, and be myself, because he knew me as a stand-up, because he started out as a writer and, and a stand-up. So mm-hmm. he, uh, he he had first said, the first cameo he asked me to do on it, he just said, I want you to just come on and, you know, just be real aggressive with girls and, and talk, you know, 
really chauvinistically and don't worry about it. Just do that badass side of yourself that's not real, but you kind of put it on and make a joke out right. of it. Right. You know, it's like the, you being a nice, likable guy and then acting like a right. dice. Right, you know, right, right. Yeah. And, um, and I'm sure, I know dice is very gentle with women, by the way. I know that because I've helped a few of them out of the hospital. <laughs> But um, that's not true. Good disclaimer. They always, they, it was a disclaimer. Is always helped. Exactly. I've known him since I started. Man. No kidding. I can't believe it. Well, w- was he on your young comedian special? Or because no, I know no, he was he on was, that. He was. Uh, mine was the first one Rodney ever did. So wow. mine was Kennison and uh, Rita Rudner and Louis Anderson and Yakov Smirnov. Wow. And Bob Nelson. Wow. And uh, why am I so really thrilled about hearing Yakov Smirnov's name? I'm just oh. like that's so great that he. That, that he was on your young comedian special. Uh, he was mentioned the other night on Bill Maher uh, in a joke that Bill did, um, mm-hmm. and it was really quite charming. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember the context of it, but it's 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 strange how uh, that like he's a person, yet his persona has become a caricature. Yeah, and it was though his char- yeah. the character he chose in his stand up to do mm-hmm. the character, right. and it's his personality. But it was in f- he was uh, such a friend of mine, Yaakov. Before when he come to Russia, and you know, no Russia come to you, <laughs> right, right, right. And that that the whole reverse formula became his entire beat for what he does. I lived uh, not far from here. I lived on Camino Palmero in Hollywood, and I had just uh, I needed help moving in there because mm-hmm. I had lived in Palms. And um, my new neighbor was Vanna White. I just oh, met her. Get out. And another She's friend like, Do you of mine, like my new shrubbery? Would she kind of gesture well, to joke, it? When- well, the joke was that we would hear her with her, her guy at night going, oh, shit. give me an O. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's not nice, and she's lovely. So it's a funny joke, though. It's not bad. You can't really do it anywhere because I don't do jokes that make fun of people too bad. Sure. Or right. if I do, I dive bomb as quickly out. Of them. <laughs> but then Yako was my moving guy. He helped me move. No kid. I, I had a U-Haul truck I rented. Oh my! And God. he had a tank top, and he was just working for Mitzi as a janitor at the comedy store. He was he was cleaning, and he was uh, getting some spots. And he was he would work there really hard. He worked the door, but he was cleaning the place. He was from Russia, and he that's you go, you go will you put me to work? I want work. No kidding. <laughs> that's that's, that's it, interesting. You don't see guys showing up to the comedy store with that same type of vigor anymore. Right. Well, if a guy comes up and says, "I want to clean your toilet," you kind of say, <laughs> I guess. Get, get the, oh, "Might as well go on stage." <laughs> yeah. You know, while you're here, use your mouth because you got a potty mouth. <laughs> now, when like. Uh, obviously, you're doing the Nokia this Friday, and that's a huge show. Uh, like, how do you put together an act now that the second you go on stage, everyone knows People who you are? Shit for you, yeah. yeah. It's kind of been what I've been doing, you know. And in the last couple specials that I did, it, it kind of helped me. I don't know. The past eight years, I'm more. I do more theaters than clubs. I'll mm-hmm. do clubs in LA, and I'll do clubs out on the road because otherwise, I can't work out anything new. Then it's right. the same. Hey, here's the same story of my penis and balls. <laughs> I, okay, here's a variation on the penis and balls story. But Part I, two. I, yeah, but I mean, I like to tell. I like to. I love being funny, and that's one thing. I. I really. That's what we all share is funny. When you had me on your podcast, yeah. so you obviously didn't just have me on because. You know, well, I met. You know, I've got a book to sell. <laughs> you, you know, but um, it's it's. Do you have a preference over theaters versus clubs, or is it like? I mean, because obviously, I really, it's a, I like the ripple laughter with theaters. The timing's a little different, right? It, it really, everything's. Um, I, I find them no different, really. Yeah. But the difference for me is in a club, I can take my time a little more, and I mm-hmm. can explore more. I can go off for seven minutes and then just go because I'm doing a couple shows. 
I'll go. I'm, you know, if I was doing a couple shows, I mean, if I was selling tickets where I would, and I'm not selling that much, where I would do two shows in a theater, and there's guys that do that. You know, yeah. I mean, Louis's out there, and he'll do four shows on a weekend, and he's just a monster at it, and, yeah. and he's coming up with new stuff the moment he starts talking to you. Yeah, no you kidding. know, it's, it's just unbelievable. Do you feel that locked into your? I mean, you've been doing stand up what twenty, thirty seven years, thirty seven years. So, I mean, you've got to be so locked into I don't into your, feel locked into anything. But I mean, like your point of view so much that you can, can go off on a seven-minute tangent and be like, wow, I, I'm so uh, uh, sharp on what it is I want to say right well, now. I don't but, even think that. I just yeah. think I don't care. I, I think <laughs> I'm funny, and if they don't at that moment, then they're probably right because that's their response to it. So something mm-hmm. happened where I, I mean, it's possible I'm off, but for the most part, you know, you, it's like your pilot. You know, people the people all say to all of us, you know, are you going to be funny tonight? They right. all say that. Right. And that's literally like asking your pilot, you know, are <laughs> you, you going to get me <laughs> home from Malaysia? You know, <laughs> you know well, so. 99% uh, of the time, that that, that is correct. That is just, that's, that's you don't want to see that. They can't people, find a plane. Well, <laughs> like, that's the, the weirdest thing yeah, ever. Well, the sad part is there are people still at baggage claim looking for what, where and when it's coming in. <laughs> It's been a week. They're walking from up. carousel three to four, being yeah. back and forth. Yeah. They don't they know don't, where it is. They don't have a cell phone, and you know. I, well, I, I did watch on CNN last night that one of the people suggested to the moderator <laughs> that it. We I know we're not supposed to believe in aliens. But there is a chance because it does appear that something from the heavens came and no took shit. this plane. So, but a guy said that. And right. like, well, moderator, no. <laughs> if it was no. in the situation room, then it's fucking legit. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't in there. <laughs> but it is. Funny. It is. It is humorous to us mere mortals to think that some giant being. <laughs> yeah, it's like J.J. <laughs> Abrams lost is happening now for real. Mars attack. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mars attacks. Is it attacks or attack? Attacks, I think. Yeah, it was that is such a good movie. Great I mean, movie. But imagine them taking all those people and trying to do little tricks with them. <laughs> but I don't... I, what would I, you do? What would be your defense if they did come down? Let's say next week. Let's say next Friday. They come down. You've had your show. went great. And but I like, can't do it Shabbat. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the aliens? Yeah, if they strapped you down to this chair... Uh, I won't even sit in that chair. I'd already take my own life. I'd but, but, kill myself on your unused wine holder. Look at it; it just sits there. It's a wine holder, right? Sure. It's bottles of wine. Yeah. it's right behind you. Yeah, and he, it, I know what it is. Okay. The best part is, is he has bottles of wine on the table, but they're not in the wine holder. That's what. That's the kind of rack Barbara Walters has at home to hold all of her the dodos. Um, well, that's not. You, nice. uh, you to I like her so much. So do I. She is so great. Cool. She's a. T- she's a. Um, Icon is the right word. Yeah, yeah. and and she's also the she's just a smart person who's been around a long time. No matter what people think, I mean, most sure. people love her. I mean, most people just love famous people anyway. Also, to be that but still, she's, yeah, but, with it, I think you know, and to be able to sit on the couch and have conversations and still contribute. I yeah. mean, you know, I was on the show and she said it was right around when the Aristocrats came out. So it was like 2007 or something. What did she genuinely and say she to you about said, that? She said on the air, I used to love that joke. My dad told me that joke. On wow. The air. And Whoopi went, what? And and I said, I don't think we should be saying this because they told, you know, you don't say this. Right. You don't say and I yeah. said, Well, that's not meant. She said, no, it's not meant for television. But it was a funny joke because it's all about the things you're not supposed to say. Good and for so, her. But that's, that's incredible. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, she's the, you know. She's she the, says it in the most analytical way possible. Yoda. <laughs> By the way, if, if there was a little clip, if they cut back the, the joke that you, your joke in the aristocrats, if there was a cut back between you and her delivering that joke, I mean, that might. I don't think she would have told it. Might be one of the greatest clips of all time. (laughs) Break the internet. Maybe she could have acted it out with me. (laughs) 
I mean, I mean, we're I mean, we're talking about Barbara Walters being an icon, but uh, not to toot your own, not toot your horn, Bob Saget. But I mean, you, your career has spanned so many years, and to do things like the stuff that you did on America's Funstone Videos, Full House, The Clean Cut, and now be the entourage guy, the uh, dirt, dirty jokes, and the roast, and the aristocrats. Well, hopefully, like, be more than that in the years to come. I, I want to combine them all, and then. Um then explode on the street. <laughs> it is it is amazing though because you know obviously in this like business how tough it is to stay relevant and to keep like and like what it's like and, the, and people want to brand you they really do yes yeah and, what, and, and they, lock you into something yeah, and you've and not they, allowed yourself to well I don't know what I'm doing I mean there's a couple, bunch of things sure. coming my way right now and I'm not sure what I'm doing I know that I'm writing. I know I wrote this book. I know I'm promoting this book, and, and I know I'm going to Australia in May. I've never gone to Australia. That's I'm, right. I'm going to do stand up in Australia. Wow. They love it's American cool. comedy. Yeah, I, I love Australia. You're going to fucking murder that place. I don't want to do that. I just want to entertain the people. <laughs> you want me to wear like fatigues and put on uh, night, Bob Saget night, night coming gear. out? Yeah. Why is he wearing infrared gear? <laughs> uh, but I, uh, yeah, I'm doing. Uh, theaters there or it's a live nation tour well you and come with all the dirty daddy tour because i think my book's going down there because uh oh, harper collins is uh sending me to english speaking people which is a really good choice because <laughs> i barely am translatable in this language will you come down with any sort of australian disease <laughs> i will i'm sure a little i'll have little how little, many koalas will you put fingers inside of i will not touch an animal that's what i'm trying to teach people is don't touch animals and koalas have those long sharp nails they would rip that chair to shreds <laughs> do you remember that old geraldo joke about the the guy who the the who said uh his um it was amazing where it was the uh, the kid the woman was like, I would let my son have sex with anything as long as he was happy, even a koala. And then one guy, he said that joke and spoke up and was like, yeah, but what about the fingernails? And he's like, really? That's where you like <laughs> right. the whole fucking the koala in itself wasn't enough for you to, you know. And then you just think about, damn it, I missed it. He's not alive. He was, That's, yeah. uh, he was so funny. The best. It's my favorite. When I got roasted in the, and I was so scared of him, that was the person I was so frightened of. No well, kidding. well, because and, like his, he would put such passion like when he uh, when Geraldo did the Larry the Cable Guy roast and he yells in the microphone, "Why are you so successful?" Yeah. Like and he does that with the way that go, like, makes um, you go, "Oh shit, that's real." Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know that he that. He's not going to take the jokes from the writers. He's going to do his own thing, and he, he takes and no he, prisoners. Yeah, he's going to cut as hard as he can. He told me I looked like the Vlasic pickle stork <laughs> with that long, pointy nose and those granny glasses. You look like the Vlasic pickle stork. Oh, and we God. started to become friendly. I talked about this in the book, Dirty Dad. Good. There um, you go. All the, all this comes out April eighth, by the way. Okay, Perfect. I know you. We, we'll give extra plugs to it on the, the episodes. It's follow. coming out in hardback, mm-hmm. softback. You can rub the softback; it becomes a hardback. It's coming out in content. Tech lenses, you can butterfly it, saute it. It's going to be on iBooks. They have. I, I did the audio recording of it. Oh no, kidding! And I had to change the. I had to change some things because somebody else died. So uh, that I had to oh, change geez. some things. So that's not. I won't say who because okay. right. that'd be a surprise. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. Stay tuned. I, that's my favorite way to. I mean, I, I've never been a giant reader, but the audiobooks are so like Tina Fey's. Like p- people that actually have great, so great people, but like you're in the same boat where you have great delivery and a great voice and great timing. It makes the whole experience. It's not even like a lazy way of doing it, but it's like, why wouldn't you want to hear it from the I'm still excited I'm in the same boat with Tina Fey. If I'm in the same boat with Tina Fey, she's going to have a baby. (laughs) And I know she's married and stuff, but whatever. (laughs) You guys have both. uh, Yeah, but but you're in the boat. If if, if that's the case, you're far off. How big a boat is it? It can't be too big. I'll I'll find her. (laughs) It's got enough room for you, Fey, in that chair. That's all it's got. so great. (laughs) I, I need a lady really bad. Not bad. 
but some are you feminine. looking? I'm not looking. That's yeah. the thing. But I've been I've just gone through a lot of a lot of human life stuff lately. So yeah. what do you look for? A vagina, and then <laughs> okay, that's uh, step one. Two eyes above it. You know, all right, just, you know, you know when they sorry, do, sorry, sorry, to all the pirates listening to this. Remember one. all the movies where you do that? You film your chin upside down. You put two holes. That's the best. On it? Yeah, that's all I want. That's that's all I want. That's all I need. I two eyes, a chin, and a hole. I'm just gonna. I've been a sock puppet. Is that? I don't need. I don't need much. Actually, I'm. I'm actually very particular. That's the problem. I don't. I won't just take any, anybody home and mm-hmm. then tell them how to get out. <laughs> Let's right. also be honest. Being who you are, it's not easy to. It's, you know what? I got kids and I love them, yeah, and I right. don't want them to be tweeted by somebody younger than them that uh, I left my juicy pants in your dad's spa. <laughs> you know, it just sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, because uh, uh, then I'll have how old are you kids? They're twenty-seven, <laughs> They're... twenty-four, and twenty-one. They're women. You okay. said that I'd have to retweet it. Is that what you said? Yeah, I have to retweet. Uh, that was about. Yeah, you're bringing back something. I have to set up again, though. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, Brad was stepping over. A it was like two seconds ago. We know it. Your juicy pants in my spa, <laughs> and then I have to retweet. Yeah, and I'll give them back after I bleach out the poo stains. <laughs> Assuming that she, oh, there was you just took an audio hit. Did you hear that? Yeah, that was weird. That was something I was not supposed to say. Is it because you hit some button? Oh no, I clapped. Oh, was clapped. that it? Fucked with your head. There was an audio. Yeah, hit. I heard a little okay. Bit. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, no, I, I, I was I was just inter- I was just entertained by the jokes so much. Only these three are, poops. These are on this. jokes. <laughs> Wait, that's, but, what's, that's what's fun about doing. To answer your question is I'm doing like I'm doing some other theaters that I like. There's a there's um I'm only going places I want to go. I, I'm just. Maybe it's because I'm older and I just don't want to waste any more time. Oh, well, yeah, the wanna freedom. Be, to do I want to be happy. I do have that a yeah. bit of freedom. I'm a new freedom lady. I like <laughs> a panty liner and I like a non toxic uh, string hanging out of my V. But when Harlan, I say- Harlan tells me the same thing though. Harlan, I used to open for him, and he was like, "Dude, I'm. I don't. He's like, I'm not at a point where I have to." I only want to do the best places, and I, I don't want to go places that are close and where I want to go. And and, like, if, and it could be a club because some clubs are places that you love. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, some comics don't. You think you've gone and done a club, your life's over. But there's places like the Comedy Works in Denver, or yeah. like Helium in Portland, and it's just Great a place clubs. if you want to work on your stuff. I personally am not a guy that can go do it in front of a couple thousand people. I want that to be. They're paying more money. I want right. them to see a little more of a finished thing. I, right. I dress my package up even a little better. Wow. A higher up on the stage. A for you don't yourself. want your junk to be. Well, it's not not the smell. I just don't want it to be framed poorly. Sure. Because in a club, you're down low. You could you could have your sack hanging out of one of your side of your underwear. Sure. And then just the first two rows would know. And after Nobody, that, you're you good. could have your pin sticking out of the open hole in the front of it. That's the only reason it exists. Not to pee out of it because a lot of comics do that premise. Why is the hole there? Why don't you just pull it to the side? Right. The reason it's there is so you can keep your pin out all the time <laughs> so it can always sense for danger. It's actually meant as a probe. Uh, and it's that much closer to the to the uh, your outside of your pants. Or not outside, unless your zipper's down. Oh, I did a thing for somebody. I did a thing for somebody as a favor. and I walked You pulled out. their zipper down? No, I walked out of the toilet. It was a film shoot, and I walked mm-hmm. out, and everything was out. I didn't right. know it. I didn't pull my zipper up. My underwear were just boxers, and my dinger, and it's not the most impressive thing in the world. Everything's out, just out. And like open and just look at it. And she said, you might want to close your zipper. And mm-hmm. then my friend told me that, that she was going to think about that the rest of the night. She was like <laughs> obsessed that she's not getting laid and all this stuff. Well, so that, that's what she's thinking about. That was her Bob Saget moment. It's like Groundhog Day for her. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a shadow and it was on the side of her beard. <laughs> 
poor thing. What did anybody have? Uh, you know that that trick people used to do where they used to put their finger through their zipper hole and act like it was a penis. Oh yes, yes. It took me a minute because yeah. I got scared. The finger that, dick trick. I didn't know what you meant. I thought it sounded like you were putting your finger into someone's <laughs> urethra. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, my, I, I wish shove a pointer finger inside. It's a trick. The if your urethra, by the way, is mm-hmm. is bigger than like most guys, whatever regular normal size penis is, sure. if the urethra, sure. twelve and a half inches, guy, whatever it is, it can be real, it can be fake, but if right. the urethra is bigger, oh god. You know, like it's my worst nightmare. Waking up a, with a bigger urethra. It's like one of those little change purses. That, <laughs> that's the whole. Oh god! To all urethra. <laughs> if that's all, you know, I'm a, that's take terrible. The only good thing about it is you could clean it with a pipe cleaner and stuff <laughs> in case it got. You know, you you went out and went into places you shouldn't be going. <laughs> I'm sorry. But was I'm it? so sorry. No, why? Bad. Why are you apologizing? What happened? I wanted to say. I want to get back to the roasting thing, though. Like, because well, you, you said you were scared of Greg, but I know I've seen you know from the. Oh, roast, but I, I, you I, were I'll, I'll, I'll answer that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, stage manager I actually know of that roast actually. Then Joel Gallon's the producer and the director. Mm-hmm. So Joel, the stage manager, comes over. We're with a headset, and he says, and in front of the whole audience, they, these are when things are under production. Yeah, and sure. They're li- live, breaker before. taped for live. Yeah. So people spit out things they don't mean to spit out. And the mm-hmm. stage manager comes over at first, assistant director, and goes, Joel says, try to look like you're not horrified. <laughs> and, and the whole audience. And everyone could hear it? Everybody. Oh, and I my was God. Like, I said, Thank you. What, just tell people in the stage next door, and, <laughs> right? And but because you know, uh, Greg sat down, and and then I sat back, and then I just started and to laugh. But Greg was one of the only people. He and Brian Pesane on my particular comedy central roast that mm-hmm. I wasn't friendly with it, and I didn't really know Cloris Leachman. But every other person that was on my roast was actually a friend of mine. So right. does it make it easier Samos to take? Was, it was. A, that's why I did it. Okay. Yeah. It was. I I needed to have. And they just did that, I think, with the one that they just did for James Franco. It yeah. was a fun roast. Yeah, there was, because they were I, his I friends. loved it. Yeah, and that—that's a nice. It's a nice thing if you're going to make fun of people um, that you know I, the guy that you know people because right. you're making fun of them. But what's weird is Greg and I. Then I started to want to be his friend, so we started talking, we exchanged <laughs> mm-hmm. numbers. I was like, I really. You're so funny, man. And then I'm like, you know, boy crushing on him, and sure. he's, and he's yeah. reciprocating, and we're like going to hang out, and then we talked on the phone, and and I can't t- tell you what happened because it's in the book. So yeah, yeah. right. But uh, but it's uh, you know, it's all these great things in yeah. the, in the book, Dirty Daddy, <laughs> yeah. April eighth, Harper Collins by It Books actually, which is a subsidiary of Harper Collins. Then I'm going to be doing talkbacks, one in L.A., one in New York, one in. Whatever they call them, talks, book talks. I don't yeah. Know what oh, is that is there is there you read the book no. to an audience? Or? No, you're no. a moderator. I'm doing one at the 92nd Street Y in New York, and that's going to be cool. That's oh, a wow. big, big venue. Do you talk about directing dirty work in the book? I do because I, I can tell you, no joke, one of my favorite movies of all time. That's so sweet. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Oh, well, you were the audience for it because yes. it was made for 15 year old boys. Yes, that was us. It and was, uh, yeah, that's fucking amazing. And movie. It was that's just, that's three guys that wrote that. That's of course Norm, Norm McDonald, and it was Fred Wolf and Frank Sebastiano wrote the original script and then worked on it. And they they went to the the bullpen to really quoted it. Kicked four the shit out of years it. after that. Yeah. Four I mean, minutes it was, missing from it. It's, it was an R rated movie, and I had to cut four minutes out of it. And I'm not happy about it, but I'm not going back in time. How was that old experience on this though? interview? <laughs> <laughs> but was but I mean was I mean directing far? It was uh, it was uh, it was a, a pretty wonderful experience, and it was uh, also terrible sometimes. It's very hard, and you know, and you want to make everybody happy, and I fucked up sometimes because it's uh, you know you get four hours sleep, and everybody right. wants to be the director, and everybody. Has their vision. And, well, then I'm sure that and a comedy movie is a bloodbath. Quite frankly, yeah. it doesn't have to be. But I'm not a guy that just bends over and takes it unless <laughs> the money is really good. 
<laughs> I'll take it if a truck is back. Unless there's oh an old God. Jewish man jizz tear that's coming in for free. There you go. Jizz tear? Jizz chair, yeah. Oh, I think it's jizz tear, which I was thinking is a the greaser got snagged on a coat hanger and then the jizz is infected. By the way, I want to repeat again from something that was said at the beginning of this podcast. If spinach and and, and dip of, of, of a yellow substance is coming out in your urine... You could possibly be dying, and you need to go to a doctor if spinach and dip is coming out. I think, yeah, yeah. You know the first thing they do when you go to the doctor, and you go, the doctor says, what's wrong with you? And you go, I've got spinach dip coming out of my, in my urine. He goes, hold on a second. He comes back with a bowl of chips. And that's and it's because it's an emergency. Oh, he's got to try for sure. He's got to taste it yeah. and see if it's, if it's t- turned. <laughs> Maybe it hasn't turned yet. Because once the dip is turned, then there's no hope for you. Um, have you Bob. ever tried those diarrhea fajitas? <laughs> over a, over pretty the, sure, uh, the, pretty the, sure diarrhea fajita is playing at the Troubadour next weekend. That's uh, you know where uh, diarrhea fajita started was the belly room, <laughs> yeah. and then over the comedy store. Mm, I started in there. That was my first set in L.A. No shit. Yeah. What I, did you still have the same feelings about it now? Uh, well, it was haunted. and I believe mm-hmm. it's haunted. And yeah. I, I, I spent sure. a lot. I spent a lot of time. I hosted the comedy store for seven years. I hosted. Uh, that's. I just lived there. Is that your favorite club in L.A.? Uh, no. My favorite club in L.A. is, um, I don't know. I, I feel comfortable going to the Laugh Factory and yeah. walking in there, and I don't tell anybody when I'm coming because yep. I'm not that kind of guy anymore. I don't yeah. know why. Um, I, there's things I've always have romance about growing up in the comedy store and the improv, and I have love and not love of both of them from past history, just like Pavlovian shit. I love the comedy at Magic Club. I go down there yeah. and I'll yeah. do a gig there. There you go. Who were you like uh, performing with at the comedy store when you were going up there? I mean, obviously, was it when I did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was. Who were you getting to I, see on a night? Uh, it's all in the book, you know, Dirty okay. Daddy, okay. Harper Collins, <laughs> Great. April Eighth. But it's uh, and if you go, you, if you Google, it's like fucking sold everywhere. I mean, I can't believe how many places it's sold. It's it's actually it getting sold out of. Uh, you can get the uh, the rectal implant of the book. <laughs> wow. As so the, like we are like, going to get so to like as you're shitting. Yeah. You 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 get the book through well, half osmosis. The book, or? Half the book is shit, anyways. So. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so all you have to do is it's like reading tea leaves. You can eat my book. <laughs> oh, it's the clapping that turns off the thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm clapping, but you're, I'm happy. I'm happy you're, that you're, you're clapping. I didn't yeah. know that. Is that you know your sound system here is so good. It's like the clapper. <laughs> You clap and the sound shuts off. Damn right. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> the jokes are just, oh my God. Oh, the I'm comedy in, store. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was, um, the first people I met there, Letterman was still doing a little bit of hosting work sometimes, but mostly just being amazing. And then he was mm-hmm. about to get his morning show on NBC. The, nice. His, uh, and uh, Leno, I'd watch all the time. It was amazing to watch. And Billy Crystal was on. Holy and, shit. Uh, Billy was really nice and said, you're funny. You know, and I was like 22. Yeah. So I was sitting in the back, and you couldn't get into the original. You couldn't get into the belly room, and you couldn't get into the main room. You couldn't get into any seven nights a week. You couldn't get into the building. You, it wow. was that mobbed. And I mean, well, I mean, look at know, the names going up. I prior, mean, prior was going on. You yeah, know, what was it like watching him live? I mean, just it was, yeah. uh, you know, it was a gift. I mean, it was. It, it makes me feel bad about everything I do because it, it. But it also, sometimes I go, wow. So that's what it's like to channel just talking to people right and um there was you know he was the king for a reason you know he was the, absolutely they, they would give him the robin would put the cape on him and he would <laughs> they'd put a crown on him in the main room one night um do you do you go robin the, robin before he got yeah. Bork and mindy robin was getting a show called oh it was george slaughter was doing laughing 
2, the sequel to Laugh-In, oh, and Robin got that. And that was like, you know, people were booking things, and Jeff Altman was like the, the guy to watch. And, yeah. And I was just this kid. And it was, uh, I mean, it was everybody. It was Carson would go in a couple times, oh, and shit. Red Fox would go up. Well, not, not a lot. Those guys yeah. didn't go up a lot, but they came in. I mean, as a, as a young comic, 22 are are you aware of the moment that you're in that that, that well i got no pay at the time we got mm-hmm. none and i didn't and i'd made a decision and mitzi was really nice to me she said you should not go to film school <laughs> i came out here to go to you i got into usc grad school i'd won the that's where we both stu- went yeah. Did? Yeah. Yeah. yeah look at us all trojans yeah now we're all sitting together <laughs> doing a podcast candles and a magma <laughs> yeah. chair but um, what time is it, by the way? How yeah. long do your podcast? We got about five more minutes. That's all. Yeah. Do you want to do more? No. I'll, yeah, we can go for fifteen. More. Perfect. Let's there do it. Go. If you're allowed. Yes, absolutely. We yeah, you we don't run want to out stop of, it. You run out of hard drive? No, I got no. plenty, baby. You got things are going good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Sold the matching chair that used to sit there. <laughs> hard drive for days, He's Bob Sag. Typewriter from Barton Fink over here. <laughs> um, but it was. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm very appreciative that I went through the the change I went through. I went the three yeah. days at USC. You guys graduated USC. Yeah, uh, I just he, yeah he graduated. I graduated from the acting school yeah. uh, and still paying him back. That's but, <laughs> that's uh, understandable. But it was uh, it was you know great training. I came from musical theater, so it like had to strip all my bad habits away of being really big. <laughs> <laughs> that bad habit I had straight being straight. I was uh, I was one of two straight uh, guys that turned. <laughs> Um, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I quit football to play Danny's Zuko in Greece gave, in high I school. Gave, you did? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like had gay panic SM. when I came into this apartment. <laughs> but I... Uh, oh, yeah. You see... Yeah. You, but then I... You see, you see him and me. You're like, okay, I don't know what you know, what kind of thing I'm walking into Well, right I, now. I walk in. I'm just thinking apple boxes. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> There's no other way this is going to get going. Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, it's, I mean, I know, it, it, it's not going to be a London Bridge thing, more like a Leaning Tower of Pisa, but well, whatever. Well, you could run through him a few times. Sure, absolutely. But, you know, you're such a funny comedian. I didn't even get to that. All we're talking about is me, and I'm just riffing about it, and you're praising me, and I'm taking it like a guy, well, that's all it. Well, know? but you've like, earned oh, it, though. It. Nah. Yeah. No, but Bob, but, but you're the, very, very, very funny. When I met you, you at that... Uh, k-rock thing which is really nice they, they give the money to uh babies with aids and they and do wounded warriors yeah so and i that's mean that's not even exaggeration oh, that's not an yeah. exaggeration so if you yeah, do give it to those people and then put the likes of you and me up there right to entertain the folks that's uh there's something wrong with the world <laughs> you know what you're, but you're really really fun yeah, brad's the best thank you sir and that's you killed question. that night too Ah, oh, that was uh that was the night Jay Moore went on after and said uh let's face it after brad williams we're all playing for second place and that's one of the greatest moments of my career. It's interesting because I'd gone on uh, before that, so I'd already thought that the nothing was to follow me anyway. <laughs> well, you, well, yeah, because you because you had Stamos come out during your set. Oh, uh, whatever, you know. And then he, uh, does, he does hold me up. <laughs> he uh, comes yeah, out the, during my set. And it's like they forget I even have cell. <laughs> People forget I'm even a person. Who is that People thing holding fucking... the guitar next to John Stamos? <laughs> People go apeshit. For, Mike Young told us the first time he met Stamos. It was a great story because to sit down for my man as a loser, and we were like, dude, I just. Envisioned Stamos taking one last bite of yogurt, throwing it to the side. There's no garbage can nearby, and a garbage can shows up and just catches his yogurt. Like yeah. just, he has that type of charisma. Yeah. You could you could uh, uh, hit him in the mouth, and all that white stuff just comes out of his mouth, and a, a girl comes over with a bucket to catch it. So he does yogurt-to-mouth film. So things aren't going that well for him now? No, he's, he's actually doing great. I'm going to oh, have yeah. lunch with him tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> That's my name dropping for the day. <laughs> Woo! 
It's a big name I, I, drop. He's a great guy. And he's like a How, he's, you, we're brothers. I mean, you know, we're yeah. Like, you, I mean, you you guys both shared an experience because. I mean, uh, you were obviously working beforehand through the, through the stand up and and yeah, the he shows. was working before me with television and acting. I mean, he was sixteen when he started on General Hospital. No okay. kidding. So wow. I was I don't know what I was. I was a comic out in the clubs and mm-hmm. got married. And he was he's when is he ten years younger than me? Something like that. No, he's he's no he's all oh, good. He's only like seven years younger than me. Okay. Oh, this is awesome! <laughs> I'm having a good day. And he, I go. mean, he's he loves. Uh, I mean, he's. I always see him at the comedy store with you and Jeff Ross. Uh, and then yeah, uh, on your roast, and, he was and, great on your roast. I mean, yeah. it's so awesome. He goes to the Laugh Factory a lot too. Mm-hmm. He go. He'll go anywhere we tell him to go. Does he ever want to get up? <laughs> <laughs> he's gotten up, but he gets up. You know, he's on stage so much he, with, with, with all the Beach Boys stuff. Yeah. that he goes sure. up in front of a hundred thousand people. So he does. He'll play four hour sets. Wow. So he's and he he speaks some and I saw him at the Beacon Theater for the 50th anniversary of the Beach Boys. I took my daughter to it and he got up and spoke for a while. He introduced them and he hosts things and he yeah. he hosts a lot of things for a lot of things he cares about. Yeah, sure, he's charismatic. He's a, he's a very he's a very incredible guy. Very very unusually great guy. And so is Dave. Dave is a Dave can do things with his balls and his his penis. <laughs> Dave, I'm not kidding. Dave is a grown man who wants to be the clean guy and right. he'll take out his wiener. Out of a onesie, we did a Super Bowl commercial together. They yes, gave, this year. gave him a red For yogurt, amazing, right? Or you gave him a red onesie. They gave him one. Yeah, he took it home. And John and I were having dinner right after the right after we shot the yogurt commercial, so it hadn't aired yet. And so then Dave calls up and says, "Look, can you come over? We were all going through some personal family." sicknesses at the time mm-hmm. and uh so da- uh, john and i left where we were at seven o'clock we'd already eaten dinner because we're basically the golden girls there you go <laughs> gotta eat it Who's that's more? not a bad thing <clears throat> See, you, wanna, you don't want to eat oh <laughs> i like blanche she was the best yeah mm-hmm. so um we went to dave's house and dave was sitting by the fire in a red onesie and took out his wiener <laughs> out of the only hole in the onesie it was buttoned up the only hole, and was just playing with it. Now, not it was soft. I mean, he wasn't. It wasn't a gay act. Did anybody say cut it out or no? No, I had we've many times. Yeah. But we're, we're so past that. It's not even. <laughs> and he just kept doing it, and he kept going like, mm, and, and, and he was making it like a puppet. And and I said, stop it. And the more mad I got, the more he did it. So it's basically like an older brother who gets angry. So it's not. I'm like the opposite. Of what the stage persona I project is, yeah. and Dave is opposite of his because Dave would just run around. <laughs> I had a birthday party when I was fifty in Vegas, and Dave just ran around naked with five guys at the Palms in the bowling suite <laughs> and smashed his balls up against the window, <laughs> screaming at Las Vegas and farting as loud as he can. There's no booze in these people. This was what? just yeah, he just like just pure adrenaline. Fucker. It's a it's a frat kid. It's like Bluto. Or, yeah, you know, wow. he's just a fucking nut. He's just funny. Is he carrying the puppet with him or no? He doesn't have woodchucks. <laughs> they just we did that Fallon thing yeah. before Jimmy left. The that was air. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that was their idea. They wrote it and they were very, very brilliant at what they wrote. This one guy I forgot his name. He wrote the whole sketch, but they gave Dave the woodchuck, <laughs> Mister Woodchuck, which yeah. was this thing on Full House. Oh yeah. yeah. And Dave had the old Mister Woodchuck, but the face got eaten off by a dog, <laughs> and so he had it at home, and it just looked like that oh, something God. that had been through the war. Yeah, that's depressing. So depressing. So they gave him a new one. You would have thought that someone gave him like the most beautiful girl in school to live with. <laughs> I have a brand new Mister Woodchuck. I think he took it to his room and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I think, that's what I think. But then his uh, his uh, it's in the book. Fiance uh, <laughs> uh, Mel came in, so I don't think 
Maybe they had a three-way. Hey, why not? Her and a woodchuck. Her and a woodchuck. I mean, that's got to be a bucket list for somebody. Well, you, you know what's bad is the thing eats wood. It just so, says it yeah. right there. It's so, just right on So it. Dave's not safe. No. Not if that thing, what if that thing comes to life, like the movie Magic or Chucky, that kind of thing? Oh, God. shit. You do Chucky jokes in your act? I don't. Did uh, you ever? Did you ever uh, do that kind of thing? I played Chucky one time on Jimmy Kimmel Live. They had me. <laughs> they had me. Uh, what, a, what a world. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, sat, I sat on the front the lawn. Tell Bob the commercials you get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I sat on the front lawn of uh, Cousin Sal's house, and as trick-or-treaters came up, I was absolutely still, and then when they walked past me, then I would come to life and then run after these kids. That's funny. Give them nightmares for life, but, right. it, but it made for hilarious late-night television. <laughs> and uh, t- and uh, Terry Hatcher got pissed at me because I scared her kid. Holy crap. Yeah, because they were like they were walking through the area and Terry Hatcher's kids. Oh, so you did this in a real neighborhood. Yeah. Like they 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 didn't stage this. This is a real neighborhood. Oh my god. is it Googleable? Can I find it? I, I hope so. Yeah, we'll find the link. Yeah, exactly. Are you yeah, a fan of nuts. pranks like that? No. no. I'm not a I'm not a f I'm don't I don't like pranks at all. I hate them. Mm-hmm. I hate that you'd think I'd like them. It, it, people are like so or people also want to show me pictures of their poo and they'll like have it <laughs> as their they do. Who does that? I because I'll talk about something, or I'll talk about diarrhea for five minutes, sure. just because it's a funny word. Yeah. Yes. Ask Harlan Williams. He goes diarrhea. <laughs> but some people <laughs> don't diarrhea, like buddy. It. <laughs> <laughs> and then the 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 the, the Wookiee sound of yeah. diarrhea. Sir, being made. sir, over here. Can you have doing a show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. He's the best. <clears throat> He's one of the few guys I can watch. Uh, do the whole headline set every like if I because uh, it did a weekend so much. Yes, and right. and even the bits that are. Uh, Staples are still like he'll add in a look of like there might be a, like that sir doing a show over here and then like sir have you ever uh, done that he'll throw in the like have and, you he, ever... and he's doing it for himself that's what that's yeah. why I love stand up that's why like I sometimes I need a break like I'm gonna take a break like uh, I'm taking a break I go to Australia and then I'm booked in a couple theaters but I don't really want to do it for a while I want to do it like this Friday I'm real stoked for it yeah. mm-hmm. at the where am I Nokia Club, Club, Club Nokia, Nokia. Yeah, that that stage yeah. is as big as the house it's such a right. beautiful place holy crap have you ever been you've been in there obviously. I did a benefit there once uh, for something nice something that helped kids I can't remember what but I know it was nice and I know it was fun so do you go uh, so you, you'll feel comfortable you're not gonna are you gonna go early I feel and, comfortable anywhere yeah. well I do a sound check because I play yeah. music half my half my act is comedy yeah. music <laughs> if I learned how to play guitar I'd be really a threat <laughs> Well, I was nominated for a Grammy this year. I was just going to yeah, say that. But That's incredible. But Kathy Griffin won, and the key was she's better. <laughs> she's well, just, at least you're not bitter. No, no, I wasn't being bitter. Mm-hmm. I, I said she's better. Yeah. Did but, you think I said bitter? No, no, I, I said, I, no, because you said oh, you're she's saying, better. You're saying at, at least, least you're I'm not. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Well, she's so, I don't do that amount of, my God, she puts out, she outputs. She doesn't she put did. out. <laughs> but she outputs, she outputs so much comedy. She did two specials last year, I think. She And, and this one was just audio. I mean, really she different. really. What do you attribute that to? The amount she talks plus the amount she thinks plus the amount of she celebrity. Does. I think she does it so much in the celebrity part of it. I mean, I've got, you know, there's elements. I'm a bit of a, of a, of a personality comedian. Yeah. And I like to talk to the people and I do think of it as a relationship yep. and I think that we're friends and I so there's no nervousness there's excitement when I go do a show yep. and she loves it I know she loves it and that's and she's just in a in a good place so but she's you know, so, whether people like her or don't like her she's a force to be reckoned with I mean I, I respect her a well lot. having a following too like it's I mean I feel like and you I mean you're obviously developed the same uh, relationship with your fans with torches waiting for me after the show <laughs> 
pitchforks and hey, torches. Is there a standard Saget fan though that you like? Is there, there if you could there, create there an are, action figure? Yeah, well, no, but there's people when I come when I do my shows now they yell out five things for, that they've seen from my my life, whether it be like you know the Tourette's guy or, or mm-hmm. they'll yell out horrible. Oh, the Tourette's guy, half baked line, yeah, probably baked yeah. line gets yelled at, and they do it like audio samplers. The last special <laughs> I did, they just do it, and there's nothing I can do but own it and right. mention, and then try to tell them to straighten their life out because yeah because the person that's yelling out you suck dick for coke there's, <laughs> there's something wrong with a person that right. yells that out they're not usually on a date yeah they're not usually they're, obviously that's not usually a line that uh translates into getting laid that night it's weird i get i get stoners but nice people it's mm-hmm. like i really like my my audiences a lot they get Didn't, sometimes they get really drunk which i get concerned about because years ago i would get really drunk and i sure. just know that it can be bad because you can hurt somebody right and uh shit your pants or as David Tell says, karaoke. That's one of the side effects. <laughs> Bad things happen when you drink. Oh, Anal sex, karaoke. And, <laughs> and, 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 then, and, like, and now, do, does that die down? Because I know like, uh, uh, Chappelle has gone off on rants when people like, won't stop just saying lines from his shows and I'm stuff. lucky. I don't have that. Because I, okay. I talk so fast mm-hmm. that I don't like to have a quiet moment. And, it, and I, I take them, but... When I have something thoughtful to say, which is new stuff I'm trying to work toward, which would be more mature type mm-hmm. of speak. But I talk at this level when I'm doing stand up. Yeah. I don't I don't right. spew it out nervously like I used to because when you're beginning a lot, yeah, you, you, it's you a fast. lot of you yeah, do just, your own rim shots before anybody has time, you know. Right. But, so anyway, what I was saying was you know, and you're not even You're not comfortable mm-hmm. with silence. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what most comedians' flaw is. And that's where someone comes up that you go, my God, they're good. That's because, you know, Nick Kroll or somebody will talk and it'll be laid out. Mm-hmm. And you'll go, wow, that was, I got it. And it was written or or it was quick and it was done uh, in the moment, mm-hmm. which is the key to everything. Absolutely. <laughs> I fucking pulled this to a standstill. Oh my god, I pinched it out and then I dry queefed. We should have got, no. gotten out of the Coulier uh, dick ball. Pulling his dick around. That's a, that's a there you go. That is the, that's a good idea. I, I realize I have to go yeah, now. Yeah, we okay. are going to wrap it That's really happened. Okay, great. Let's wrap it up. Uh, th- can't thank you enough for doing this. It's a pleasure. You're like, you I mean, well, we have a thing now. Now we have, yeah. we have each other. Like the we way do. you describe coming into the comedy store and seeing those greats like that, like it's, I mean, Brad and I both attest, like, you know, been fans you on many levels for a long time and so see you around in any regard and let alone in this apartment in the company of this chair is is a really <laughs> big deal I'm and a, a huge honor I'll never forget that I've been here I'll, and I, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never come back to it <laughs> okay I, mean, I mean but it is not far from somewhere that I have frequented I won't say where because I don't want people to find you <laughs> but it's it's very cool and uh, in its own way well Congrats on the trophy. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> That's really what Congrats I Congrats on for. the trophy. Bob, can't thank you enough. Go get the book. It's out April 6th. April, April 8th. April 8th. Dirt, it's called Dirty Daddy, the Chronicles of a Family Man Turn Filthy Comedian. And if you're in the L.A. area, obviously go see Bob this Friday night uh, at Club Nokia right there at downtown Los Angeles. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. And get his late, uh, March 21st. That ain't right. Your uh, HBO special. That was a funny thing that some people hated. I love that. It's a great special. Thank you. I'm proud of it. You should be. And then I did That's What I'm Talking About. Yep. I don't know what the next one will be called, but I have a feeling it's going to have a hyphenation in it. I'm pretty sure that's what this is. It's going to be an apostrophe. Right. (laughs) Saying. Probably that chair will be involved in some. It's a chair. Yeah, Schmegma chair. Bob Saget, Schmegma chair. That's my German... 
that's when I perform in Berlin. <laughs> I was, uh, Don Rickles had one thing to say about that ain't right. He said, I saw your uh, HBO special last night. It was, it was very good. And then he slapped me in the face and he said, you left out two fucks. Because <laughs> there were a lot. I said, fuck a lot. That yeah. was a nervous fuck there habit. Because there was a lot of 21-year-olds from NYU. And that's how, yeah. I, uh, that's how I thought I had to speak to them. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and one thing that all, that all the comedians respect about you is that you don't, stop you keep going you're never satisfied you're 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 always working or well, I, have a lot a book, to, I don't even TV. feel like i've begun yet i mean that's how i feel i feel like yeah. i haven't done anything because people go whoa and full house and the video and it's like none of that was it's all a beautiful thing it's sure. a gift when you get jobs in sure. this business and if they go global it's even more amazing but i i just want to do stuff that i always feel like i'm 15 years behind in what i'm doing because that's, well, that's what helps that's drive the, you right it's the age of the woman i date <laughs> I that's think that's it. a perfect that's way that's to go out on. on. Get out. All right. Thanks, I miss you more. <laughs> <laughs> if you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>